0: Why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing? One of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome out to it. This is another episode of the Old Man Who Yellow Clouds podcast when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. Uh, we are episode uh, number 116. It is September 25th. It's approximately 11 a.m. Uh, and we are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia.
1: Yes, we are. And we would like to acknowledge that the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of Usquiam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations.
0: You goddamn right. That was oh, Stephen. Hey. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Adam. Uh, before we get into the things that happened to us this week, uh, we'd like to remind you that you can donate to our podcast. Please hit oldmanheliatclouds and uh and give us some cash. You know, just uh, just a, just a nickel. We'll take a nickel.
1: Why not?
0: You right? know, with Why the not? queen with the queen passing and stuff. Um. obviously all the currency has to change because the Queen's face is all over it. And I don't give a shit who you put on anything. You can put whatever on. But Chad Kruger needs to go on the fucking nickel. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. But okay. also I want to talk about... Uh, an update from last week because in your prep you have stuff about cyclists. What's going on with you and the cyclists Did you beat somebody up? Well no no it didn't it didn't come to that um, and, and I didn't get
1: wiped out by any cyclists or anybody else so that's the good news I just I just wanted to carry on with that and kind of share another real quick story about okay. something that happened last week. This was after we chatted. And I, and I ranted about cyclists in particular and uh, we, we, we had, we ranted about quite a bit last week, didn't we? Yes. So, but, but just another, just another comment on cyclists and, and how dumb or arrogant or how much, how much they are idiots, I guess. So, uh, I forget what day it was. I went out for a skate. It was a little bit later in the morning. During the week, and I had just gotten started, so I was still on Hornby Street, heading north, and I was, you know, heading that way, so that I could meet up at the uh, at the bike path by the convention center there. So I'm going through this intersection by the by the uh, by the art gallery, and you know how Robson Street at Hornby, there's that uh, funny intersection where it uh, it comes as you're walking west off the plaza. You hit that crosswalk there, and basically at one point, uh, all you can cross at all crosswalks, right? Because yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all traffic stops. Well, I had kind of stopped at that point, but there was a woman on a on a bike in front of me, and she was going really slow. Like she she was just out for a little, uh, just a little ride that day, and that's fine. And I had no problem with her, and I think she was on a like one of those Shaw rental bikes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She was going really slow. Like, if she was going any slower, like, she'd fall over. Um, And she ended up kind of going through the crosswalk because we had a red light. So I had stopped, or I was basically really slow in behind her. She kind of advanced through the crosswalk um, against a red light. So, But there were no pedestrians there. But then all of a sudden, this, this cyclist comes along from the plaza, the Arts Gallery Plaza, heading west. And he kind of cuts through the through the crosswalk, and he, he proceeded to give her shit, uh, basically saying that she was blocking the crosswalk. Okay. Well, well, here he is. Oh, and he he is a one of those food delivery guys because he had his fucking backpack on with the with the big box on the back for delivering food. Gotcha. He proceeded to give her shit because she was blocking the crosswalk with her bike. Well, he's riding his bike on a cross on a on a sidewalk. Number one. He's riding his bike through the crosswalk. You're supposed to be walking, right? I mean, really, it, let's 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 if we're going to be talking about this, let's say what's right and what's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but but here's the arrogance of this asshole who who gave somebody else shit when he's in probably more wrong than she is. Right? And I basically yelled at him and said, "Well, you, you know, you shouldn't be there in the first place," meaning, you know, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't be riding your bike on the sidewalk. Uh, like all of them do, and I mentioned that last week during our yep. the rant and stuff. And uh, but here's this is just a perfect example of, and he shouted some stupid thing back at me. Basically, <laughs> like like he's in the wrong. I said something about it, and he basically comes tries to come up with some sort of uh, dumb dumb response, uh, even though he's in the wrong totally. And I said I did nothing and said nothing wrong, right? It, but it just goes to show you the arrogance and the fucking idiots idiocy or just how stupid these people are and i fucking hate them all right like all yeah, of yeah. these guys are a bunch of dicks and um yeah so it's just another you know just kind of another point about the whole conversation that we had last week and you know these people are everywhere and um i just have no patience for them anymore
0: yes that's uh that's bullshit so anyway just just yeah that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, while I was doing some other uh, research on laps and loops and stuff, are you familiar with something called dynamic pacing? Or well, It might be something different, but do you know what that d- dynamic pacing means? I do not, and I didn't research it once I saw your prep and stuff. So yeah. please tell me about it. I don't know what so it's all about. What it is is it uses GPS on your phone yeah. and on your smartwatch to – you are essentially race against yourself. Okay. So if you do the same lap or similar to the same route of what you're doing for your skates around the seawall wherever you're going yep. if you do the same thing a couple of times in a row you start building up a time against yourself so you're essentially racing a ghost to yourself because it keeps track via GPS and and what you're doing so it'll give you it'll let you know how much you're improving week to week, or how much you're not improving week to week uh, on whatever it is you're doing. So uh, there's a bunch of different apps. I didn't give you any, because my apps will be different than your apps, Apple to Samsung. Yep. But um, but check it out. Uh, just Google it, Dynamic Pacing Apps for your uh, your awesome Samsung there and see what happens okay. moving forward. Okay, Because uh, it would, I th- just another metric of to help you keep track of what's going on in your progress that you're making and all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, that's interesting because... Um because remember, I think it was even last week when we talked about this as well, you know, I, I had said at some point that, you know, after a certain time, it becomes really difficult to make any significant improvements on your time. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's a, like somebody running the marathon, yep. right? Once you get to a certain point, like you almost hit a wall where you see very little improvement in your times, Yeah, uh, unless you're in a, on a different course or at a different elevation or, you know, I think times can change based on some things. But, but basically I'd said that because I was, I do typically do the same route. Yeah. Uh, it's about 15K. It's uh, when I started out this spring, I was in bad shape and I had, <laughs> I had mentioned how terrible I felt those first couple of times. Yeah, but, yeah. but my times were around, and I was pushing myself, but my times back then were around an hour and seven minutes. Um, well, my times have improved to about 55 minutes. So I've taken off about 12 minutes, right? But that's the thing. It's, it's at a point now where I, where I just like, I'm not, I'm not seeing any improvements and it's not that it's discouraging or anything like that, but it's just like, that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, I can only go so fast, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, and sure I could, I could be in better condition and maybe as I, Become in better shape. Maybe the times will improve slightly, but I'm not going to see that same improvement. Like I'm not going to shave another 12 minutes off my time. That's for sure. No. I mean that's expecting too much. And and my route is always and I've mentioned this. It's always dependent on a bunch of different factors too, right? It depends on how busy the pathways are. It depends on the condition of the pathways, whether they are any moisture at all. Because even a little bit of moisture will fuck things up for the for inline skating. Uh, are there any rocks or pebbles? Are there any leaves? Uh, what about the wind speed? Uh, what time of day is it? If it's really hot out, it could make things uh, and slow things down for me a little bit too. Uh, and then there's the traffic lights and some of those things that I have to kind of go through as I'm heading to and from the seawall. So, uh, so just a bunch of things. But this sounds really interesting, and I think I'm going to check it out and yeah. see what see what the apps are like for the Android devices.
0: So and we'll go, from there's there. a bunch of different ones, but, yeah. uh, it will be, uh, so I know the weather is not going to be on our side moving forward. So, you know, you might have to change your route up kind of locally and stuff. And we'll give you an idea of what to do and how to, you know, cause you're going to do, are you like, I've never, I haven't, uh, inline skated in a long fucking time. Yeah. It's not very good in the rain, is it? No, no, no. It's
1: even a little bit of moisture will fuck things up. They're just so slippery, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit you can get away with, but if it's—I mean, if it's raining, you—you you can't, you can't skate when it's raining yeah. out at all. It's just no. You're not going to go anywhere. You're going to fall on your face.
0: Yeah, that's not so. Good. Yeah. So uh, you'll have to figure out any route if you do do something. Um, but yeah, it'll be cool to see, yeah just see what happens. I don't know if there's enough time yeah. now, but uh, you know whether we're supposed to have some good weather here in Vancouver. It's going to be like today's supposed to be a great day. Yeah, I think all this
1: week, well this early part of
0: the week is supposed to be nice. Wednesday
1: I think it's supposed to get shitty and start raining and a little bit cooler again. But yeah, yeah but the next next yeah, couple days. Up again. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's right. It's gets to be about uh, twenty degrees or something. And that's that's fine. That's not bad. That's I not don't bad. mind that at all.
0: But uh yeah, so hopefully uh hopefully you can do one or two, see what happens and oh, yeah. it all works itself out. Oh yeah. I I mean I
1: I have I remember being able to skate Uh, And again, it may not be every couple of days like I'm doing now, but uh, like I've skated well into November at times and, um, you know, I think it's still warm enough and the weather still holds off enough and um, at a certain point it gets a little bit chilly. And then of course, again, you can't, you can't skate in the rain when it's wet. So yeah. No, you'll be okay.
0: Um, So hopefully that works out for you. Um, I I don't know what episode it was, fuck, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 episodes ago when we had underwear talk. Um, <laughs> yes. we talked about, uh, Joe boxers a lot and that we both, uh, purchased them from Costco. Yes. I did something controversial Uh-oh. that, um, so I bought a pair of Joe boxers, a pack of four from Costco, whatever they were, 26 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. And, um, I kept... Because I wear them only for work, they're my work boxers. I keep them on my balls, and <laughs> they keep on working. And um, after six wears, so sixty hours in said shorts, <laughs> they they started ripping. Okay, so six wears, sixty hours, whatever that is. So obviously they've washed, went to the wash and dryer, and whatever it is. So out of six, so two pairs lasted sixty hours, and two other pairs lasted. 80 hours, I think, something like okay. that. So I controversially returned them.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, so I put them back in the thing and went back to Costco and said, hey, these boxes are garbage. They lasted 60 to 80 hours. And if you're paying X amount for thing, they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. The guy goes, yeah, no problem. Just take, You can grab a new pair. We'll refund you right away. And yeah. he's like, a lot of people do this. Yeah. I'm like, a lot of people return underwear. He's like, a lot of people return everything. That's you know, it's part of your membership. You're allowed to return whatever you want. Yeah. So um I'm just throwing it out there. Would you ever consider doing that? Because I'm now doing that. Why pay, you know, for a premium under like a sax or a uh Wii Cup or a pair of Lulus or whatever underwear you're using? They all guarantee, guarantee. Uh, 200 hours ish, 150, depending on the, on the brand or your money back comfort guarantees. So I've been doing a lot. I've been diving deep into underwear here because I'm supporting (laughs) my boys, but, (laughs) uh, but have you thought about returning your Costco Joe boxer, uh, underwear from Costco? Well, I, you know what? I probably would just
1: because you can just because they allow it. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing with that is everybody knows, I'm sure, with underwear that uh, if you wear them, you can't return them. Uh, exactly. At all. Most stores kind of, most yeah, most places are pretty strict about that, right? Yep. Um, but Costco, like
0: like the even the guy said, rich people, yeah. ret- people return everything and they honor it, so why not do it, right? Well, I mean, you're paying for the membership, like yeah. what well, other store yeah. you have to pay in to get in? So yeah, return it, yeah. get on it
1: for sure. And um like I've heard some really like people people renting big screen TV so they can watch the Super Bowl and then they take it back the next day like that like to me that is that is pretty uh, I hate using the word cheeky but but that's exactly what it is that's that's I would never do that I would never do that that's just so much work that is that is just well that's so much work <laughs> but it's just like so it's so lame like that's 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 really taking advantage of the system, right? And uh, returning something because it's broken or it's uh, or it failed first use oh. or whatever it is, or like defective. in the case, or defective. That's you know that's one thing, and it's good on Costco that they allow their members to do that. Yeah. But to take advantage of the system and return something, you know, that's like like that scenario. Um, that's pretty lame. That's pretty. Yes. Lame brutal of some people to be doing that. So and and it happens. And yeah. again, Costco just lets you do it. So how how do they know um you know, you could say something's wrong with it. Like what do people say in that scenario? Like that's just an example, I guess. And I think it has happened. I think people have done that where they've taken something back, used it for a Super Bowl party, for example, and return it. Like do you say, "Oh, I don't want it?" Or do you say it is broken? Because they don't test things. They they no, basically no. ask what happened, and uh, you know what's what's the problem, and what, what's the reason for you returning it. And they, really, that's it. They don't they don't they don't question it. They don't test nope. these things. I don't think they even pro- they probably didn't even check your underwear for the rips and tears, did they? Nope. They just took the box exactly. and chucked it in. Exactly.
0: Yep. <laughs> so
1: so how do they know? And I don't know. People people are abusing the system, and like like you know like people do. So.
0: But I mean, like if you're if you're paying for membership, what is it? A hundred bucks for the year, whatever it is.
1: Yes, uh, something like that. I don't know. We get the executive membership, and it's gone up in price now. It's um, would it be one hundred and thirty bucks now? I think something like that.
0: Yeah, pretty yeah, much more something. so to ten dollars a month. Yeah, you're right. Something so like, like one hundred and twenty-five, yeah. one hundred thirty a month. So if you're paying to get into a store, and a lot of people don't use the cop they use it maybe once in a year or twice in a year, and that's it. Yeah. like you should be. To make the membership worth it, you should be heading. I mean, it, it, it's hard to make it worth it for a two person household, even a three person household. But if you're a four person household and feeding and you get all your shit from Costco, too much of it, but you get it and you're kind of good to go. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you're using this, mem- the majority of people I would say use it three, let's say it once every four months, once, once a quarter. So if you're using it four months, that's 40 bucks to get into this. Executive store to get whatever the hell you're getting. So you're goddamn right. You should be able to return whatever you got to return.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But again, don't abuse the system. That's, oh, don't that's, abuse the- That's the only but. Uh,
0: are they abusing the system like that? It brings up an interesting point. Like, why would you pay to get into any other store? Like, um, what what benefits do you get from Costco now? Now that we're talking about Costco, because I haven't. Like, I remember. Uh, back in the day, they would give you, like, we're talking like 10, 15 years ago. Um, it would be like they would have their own, like, brands of. I mean, they have their Kirkland brand, which is their knockoff brand. And they do yeah. a lot of different outside the boxing. A lot of people go to Costco for tires because uh, it, it's a pretty good place and they have a good tire company there. But yeah. what else does Costco, Costco give you? And. With that, what else would you pay for to get into? Would you pay yeah. it's like going into get going into a nightclub. You know, like if you're playing cover to get into a nightclub, would you pay forty bucks every time you walked into uh, a nightclub to go in or see it? Yeah. Like you're buying a Contra ticket to go into a fucking place to get your own food where you end up spending. Yeah. You go in for three things and you spend $700. <laughs> like,
1: well, yeah, um, that's a good question. I, like it's like the, regu- the
0: regular membership
1: is what? 70 bucks or something. And really that just lets you in the door. Yes. I don't think you get any perks or anything. Like basically you get to take advantage of uh, the, well, would you call them cheaper prices? Uh, yes, I some stuff is a lot cheaper, I guess, especially well, when you're buying it in bulk anyway, because that's what a lot of it is. Um, so so you're paying for the right to shop for cheaper prices. and like you said, I guess if you've got a big family to feed and you've got the room to to store a lot of this stuff, yeah. then then why not do it? I think I think there is a benefit there. Um, the executive membership which we have, Gives you 2% cash back, I think, on your purchases. So at the end of the year, when your membership is due, they'll send you a check. And we've never made a lot of money. I think basically we've always paid off the extra price. Because again, I think whatever, the regular is 70, the executive is 130, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So we've always gotten that difference, say it's 60 bucks, we've always gotten a, a check back for a minimum of 60 bucks come the end of the year. So so that's one benefit, but they have they have if you get the executive, uh, like they have, uh, you can rent cars at a cheaper rate. Like you can give your Costco membership when you rent a car, and it'll be a cheaper rate. They've got Costco vacations, uh, so there's a bunch of different travel plans that they have. There's insurance, home insurance, car insurance. Like you can do all that stuff with your executive membership, right? So those yeah. are all. So those are all benefits that they do offer. So I think you know. I think if you're taking advantage of that stuff, then and it's cheaper for you, then why not do it?
0: Yeah, I'm looking. I just googled it. It's just Costco.ca. Yeah. And it's just like they want you to um, qualifying purchases. So they want you to put all your stuff on there. Like they want you to use their their membership card to get two percent back, and it just goes through. Hey, if you spent you know, fifty thousand dollars, you'll get a thousand dollars back and they break right. it down all here. But so you're you're paying for two percent back. And like you said, a lot of people I think my parents do this too. They spend enough at Costco to get the hundred and fifty dollars back to buy another membership for the following year. Right. You know, and that's that's best case scenario. But the very first time you use it, you still have to fork out, let's say, the one hundred fifty dollars to get said membership. So yes, you know, and yes, they okay. So we get tires, we get vacations. It looks like they have insurance, and it looks like they do a bunch of kind of like house repairs. They'll come over and clean your gutters or install central air if you need it. But um, you know, I can go to Home Depot and get that shit done for free. So uh, you know, it's kind of like okay. Well, what am I paying? I wonder if, but you won't get the two percent back unless you have. like a credit card that gives you 2% back, which is kind of what this is. Cause you have to scan your card yes. to make sure you have the process so it knows that you're a paying member and whatever it is. And yeah. you kind of move forward that way. But uh, that's right.
1: Yeah, I mean, your, your credit card will company who has, so if you, if you apply for that, or if you use that, I guess, yeah, you've got points or cash back or so in, in a way, I guess that's what it is. It's yeah. very similar to that. Right. Yeah. The, the other thing with Costco is that they have their pharmacy, which is a lot cheaper. And you, don't, and you don't need a membership to use their pharmacy. Gotcha. Uh, so you can go into the pharmacy, uh, get cheaper prescriptions. Uh, the dispensing fees at Costco are a lot cheaper than at most other pharmacies. Yeah, okay. You can also use their eye, eyewear department. So you can go in for eye exams, get glasses, get contacts. Uh, so they've got those other things too. It is a kind of a, you know, basically a place where you could do almost everything. Yeah.
0: Right, and they got a photo place too.
1: They do a, a lot photo of photo place, and stuff. exactly. They've got all the electronics, uh, you know, so you can get some pretty good deals on electronics there. Um, so you you know what, uh, you know, I get I get hassled a little bit by uh, by the better half about, especially when we were over living over there, because we used to live right above that one across from Rogers Arena, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I got hassled all the time about how how much I love going to Costco and. It's my favorite place to shop and uh, it was pretty funny. But it's just, it was convenient <laughs> at the time, right? It was cheap. Some of the stuff was cheap. Oh, uh, no, we they, didn't have a lot of space to stock up, but it seemed like I was going there quite often for, you know. Uh, and I wouldn't buy a lot at a time because again, we did have no place to store it. But but um, uh, where was I going with this? Um, but uh, but you know, the truth of the matter is I hate shopping. I really do. I, I can't. Oh, yeah, I yeah. cannot stand shopping. I hate shopping for food. I hate shopping for clothes. Uh, it's. I mean, obviously, it's necessary. Something we all need to do. Yep. But I hate it. I, I just can't stand the crowds. I just can't stand the whole idea of it. I mean, we have to do it to survive. But uh, it's like cooking. I, I mean, I hate cooking. I, and oh yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do. It's. It's. Uh. It's just, yeah, it's such a pain in the ass. I mean, it's. I know people love it because, um, well, I don't know. Food, I guess, is more of a big deal. There's more enjoyment. Some people get enjoyment out of you know creating new new things and testing out new foods and whatever. Me, fuck, I just just eat to, to get it over with so that I can survive live. another day and live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we we um, talked about this. We I I talked about this before. Like instead of developing like. You know, all these people are trying to develop these different things and, uh, you know, creating, creating meat in the lab. So it's basically like stuff like that, right? Like, no, why not, why not create a pill that we take once a day that provides all of the nutrition and vitamins and amino acids and all that stuff, create one pill, we take one pill a day and that's all we need. We don't need anything
0: else, right? Yeah. I uh, don't yeah. work on that. Um, two things come to mind when you say that sci-fi, uh, Star Trek, uh, not the holodeck, but the thing when they would order food or drinks and that thing, you know what I'm talking about. They would yep. go to the thing and hit three buttons and it's not the holodeck. I forget what it's called, but, yeah. uh, they had that. And in the Matrix, uh, Matrix, yeah. the first one, they would have this slop goop stuff and it had oh, all your amino yeah. acids and everything yeah. you needed. And this like, looked like a porridge kind of thing. No. Kind of gross. But, Just a uh, pill,
1: man. Just a pill. What? Make it simple. Fuck. Make it. It's not messy. It's simple. Get it over with in a second. That's all you need. Take the blue yeah. pill. It's sci-fi. Yeah.
0: Take the blue pill. <laughs> not the red one, the blue one um yeah but yeah a lot of a lot, lot of weird a lot of a uh, lot of weird stuff came out of returning boxers but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding uh but no that's that's good I mean it's just it's a very interesting thought um one one store that comes to mind that besides the return policies London drugs I think London drugs yeah. and Costco are pretty much the same thing besides the bulkness foods because yeah. they literally do everything at London drugs but um Yeah, it's just something to keep in mind. It's something to talk about. It's cool conversations. Uh, Do you use Costco for uh, anything else, uh, listeners? Uh, Shoot us a note at oldmanhealcloset.com. Let us know what you're using Costco for. Uh, But I do want to touch on the Amber Alert. So uh, Amber Alert, for those who don't know, is a a program that uses everything electronic that sends an alert around for something that's gone, usually a missing child. Let me Google what the official Amber Alert definition is. Uh, Amber Alert is a, a child abduction emergency alert. Codename CAE is a message distributed by a child abduction alert. Anyways, we had an Amber Alert a couple days ago here in Vancouver. Long story, whatever it was. But I was working at the time. And I was up on, uh, on, on the platform. And the Amber Alert came by. And it was... Crazy to watch everybody's head go down and read what was going on. So that was cool to see that and see everyone take action. What was not cool was seeing all these wannabe reporters report on it 30 minutes later. You're too late. (laughs) Fucking Stop doing it. You don't know what you're talking about. Move on with your lives. And we're not journalists. Me and you don't give a shit. But uh, if you're 30 minutes late for something, don't post about it. (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 where I'm going. Yeah,
1: with this. I suppose you you know what I mean. I think it, I think it came through in the middle of the night for us. Like I'm like I'm looking at for whatever reason it's still on my work phone. Okay, and because I didn't acknowledge it, it's still in the notification center. But to be honest with you, I don't know that I saw it on my work phone just until like this happened. Yeah. According to my work phone, it happened. It was issued at. Eleven twenty on monday evening yes but um maybe it's because of our do not disturb settings on my other phone like like i didn't see it until the morning which is which is fine i guess um yeah so i don't know but 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 if i remember correctly on my personal phone I think the time was like at three in the morning or something like that. Like, does that make sense? Like, no,
0: it came by around 11. Yeah. It was like 11. It was a late night one.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, on my, on my work phone, it's 1120. So, um, yeah, 1120 PM. So, but anyways, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, obviously it's an emergency alert. So if you are going to report on it, yeah, then you should be on it, on it, on top of it right away. And, uh, Like, unless there's new developments two hours later, it's no use bringing it up again, I guess. I don't know. Unless (laughs) unless the Amber Alert is still in, like, if it's still active, I guess. Like, if it's, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah it's just, it's weird. Like it's yeah, if you're a news agency, yeah, you need to be on top of
0: it though. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm getting at. It's kinda little of, and they like full stories upon it. There's a couple of publications around here. And I was just like, come on guys, if you're gonna report on it, do it right now, or don't do it forty five minutes later. Yeah. Or an hour later. I saw a two hour later one because all I do it, I time Mr. the internet. <laughs> So uh, I was I was rather PO'd about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was that one. Um, also other big news that I personally have this week is I ordered a new pair of headphones. Whoa. Uh, Apple AirPods generation two, Apple AirPods pro generation two came out or they announced it September 7th and pre-orders went up last week. So I, uh, I don't have any earbuds for my cell phone device. And I told myself that when, um, AirPods pro two got announced, I would order those for a birthday treat to myself. So nice. my birthday is in November, and I got these. So they should be here in about two weeks or so. Excellent. I, I've i never had a pair of Bluetooth headphones before. I've, I've always been wired. I'm wired in right now talking to us. I've always had wired headphones for my phone. So this will be my first pair of uh, whatever it is. And I've been doing a lot of research on these phones uh, or headphones. And the Bose Comfort 2 headphones are supposed to be as good as... If not better on some instances and worse on the other ones, so yeah. uh, the you know you can say whatever you want about whatever headphones you are, but you got to make sure they work. I actually might return these if they don't sound good or don't fit my ears or whatever it is. But uh, I know you have a pair of what the Galaxy Pro Buds.
1: Yes, the Galaxy. Yes, they are called Galaxy Pro because I think there are a new there is a new model of the Galaxy Pros out now. I think it's called Galaxy Pro Two. Yeah, those yeah. have just been released as well. I don't. I heard uh, the noise cancellation is supposed to be a little bit better on those. Yeah. Uh, maybe the the fit and the comfort is supposed to be a little bit better. I'm not sure what else is different though. I mean those those two can be significant uh, improvements for sure for some people. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty happy with mine. Um, sometimes they are a little bit uncomfortable if you're wearing them for long periods of time, and you have to make sure that they are inserted properly. But that that probably goes for any. Any earpod, I guess, uh, or earbud that you're you're looking at. So, uh, well, that sounds cool. You'll have to let fill us in.
0: Let oh us yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think about them and uh, whether or not you keep them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm only doing it because I'm part of the ecosystem. Yes, you know, so exactly. I have yeah. is Apple, so yeah. I. Tur- I- Pretty much open the case, they connect, and I, I'm good to go. They're supposed to be pretty decent buds. The first ones were highly rated. These ones seem to be highly rated. They're doing a lot. Of, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos with people who are smarter than we are, comparing both of them. They say they're. They say no matter what you get, everything exceeds and stuff. And some shit. Uh, some headphones uh, don't exceed as much as other headphones do, but it all comes down to personal wear. Yeah. And. Um, I know another big thing everyone's pumped about is this. Uh, the new ones include four ear tips, uh, extra small, small, medium, and large. So, okay. I'll fuck around with those, see what happens. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I've never had a pair of wireless buds before. So it'll be yeah. interesting to. Well, uh, they're,
1: they're they're nice overall. I mean, being wireless yeah. is is um, like I have a, a pair of wireless headphones, like a pair of Sony's. I forget the model number. I've got. I've had those for a while. They were they're really nice i think i bought them from costco um (laughs) so so they work out great i didn't take them back yeah um yeah they're they sound great the noise cancellation on those is excellent the quality is excellent um but again yeah being being a samsung ecosystem here as well that's why i went for the of course the Samsung watch and the uh the galaxy watch and and the galaxy pro buds so um yeah, they just all tie in really well together, I mean,
0: it's just they look good, they work good. Hey, that's all I need. That's it. That's exactly yeah. it. Uh, so I will keep you all in the loop for that, people. Um, all right, what else do we got going on this week? Uh, so uh, I don't know if you're aware of this uh, general public, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic, even though Joe Biden says it's over. Have you did you he hear that that quote? I I did. Yes. Uh I think and that's I think it he actually did
1: say it's basically over. But it then did. he said we need still need to be cautious or I forget exactly how he worded it after we like we still need to be aware and we still need to be careful and all this stuff. But then but then why say it's over? Because because it's that's it's totally false. It's not over. Oh yeah. No, it's not over. The number of people in the hospital is 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 still that probably its highest rate that it ever has been, at least in the
0: States. Um, okay. Yeah, so I don't I, I don't you know, know what, what I don't know why you said that. I have it here because we're talking about it. Um but it's not on my computer, but it's through my phone. Is the pandemic over?
1: The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with
0: COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's but the pandemic is over. There yeah. it is. Yeah, that's just um, totally false. <laughs> it's totally false. But uh, yeah, that's that was a weird quote from him.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. I think he <laughs> took a bit of a shit kicking because of it too. So I know well, he's still guys, he's still popular. He, he I think he his ratings are very good. I think they've he's done quite well in the recent months, and it could be a good thing with the primaries coming up Well primaries are up in what october november something like that these are the midterm primaries or something yeah like yeah that, right so um i think it's important for the democrats to be kind of keeping some momentum and certainly not lose any seats that's for sure because uh those fucking redneck Right-wing Republicans are a bunch of idiots. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Anyways, I'm are. I'm I'm taking off in a different direction here. So back nope. to back to the pandemic. It's not back over. to the
0: same shit. Uh, you had some great stuff about Alberta and uh, how they've already kind of seen growth with the uh, COVID nineteen outbreak. Um, just uh, how it's predicted that the COVID nineteen upswing is fully expected. Uh, there are numbers here somewhere. Uh, The people hospitalized with COVID jumped uh, to 843 for the week ending September 20th from the previous week of 819. So that's, uh, and they said there was a similar bump the week before that. I think we talked talked about this last week, but. uh,
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, I think this is a new story. It's the same old thing though. It's basically the same. It's the same thing about, you know, again, it's not over because these numbers keep going up again. Schools are back in. Uh, because I think we were talking more about schools specifically last week. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, so so again, it's uh, everywhere we go. It seems like there are staff shortages for one reason or another. Some of it still has to do with people being sick, staff being sick and booking off. Some people are just fed up and they quit. Like um, so, everywhere you go, um, we're affected, right, with whatever we do. And of course, if the hospitals begin to get overloaded again. It's a problem. So, oh yeah. Uh, but the same thing is happening here in BC, right? I think I think numbers are going up, and now they're saying there's another variant that's that's creeping up in the states. And I don't know if it's a problem here in the Canada yet, but you know, again, it's just it, we talk about this as well. And we've said it all along that the longer this goes, the more variants will. Will happen yeah, yeah, and mutate, and, uh, and, mutate and, and that's right. And the harder it's going to be for us to put an end to this.
0: Yes. And it's just, uh, you know, we've been saying it since day one, you know, like and yeah, uh, when was uh, so I, I was out today, I went to go grab a Starbucks today and um, the only people who are wearing masks are some of the workers there, but that's about it. Yeah, I think like one in every 25 people now are wearing a mask outside. Yeah, that's, uh, we'll
1: say that's 4%, I guess yeah. then, right? So, and well, yeah, we talked about it last week and it's just rough, it's just certainly rough. not scientific. Uh, we, I'd said, like, it's less than 5%. So, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that seems to make sense. And the same thing happens on the bus. If, like, I rode into work again one day last week, nobody on transit's wearing a mask. Yeah. Again, very few people. Um, And then just back to this one article about Alberta, the seven-day average or the positivity rate is uh, up to uh, well nineteen and a half percent. That's that that's a very high number, and that means that transmission could happen very easily, very quickly, right? So yes. um yeah. So it's just like this pandemic is not over. Fuck yeah. What are people thinking when they say something like that? I I just don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know, but we're going to see a surge here uh, again as the uh, the weather. You know, we talked about yes, it's going to be nice for a couple of days here, but again, it's the cooler weather is coming, and people are going to be forced inside for longer periods of time, and um, we're going to see more surges. So, um, speaking speaking of which, we finally did get our notifications for the uh, for the booster, the okay. second. So it's the second booster. What, what do you, what do you, have you made
0: your appointment yet? What are you doing?
1: What are you thinking?
0: Uh, Well, last time we talked, it was I had to book out. So there's a lot of different places that are booking out. But having said that, because um, so if you've caught COVID um, and have had COVID within. You're supposed to get... So within your last booster, if you've caught COVID, you're supposed to wait six months before you make your appointment. Six months? Is it that long? It's that long. Okay. So my mom just went to... Because both my parents caught COVID... Uh, I, I dodged a bullet, thankfully, but they both got COVID and they got the booster email before I did. Uh, okay. But she was talking to their GP and they said, wait six months before you go book okay. your uh, fourth booster shot. Um, yes, I am going to go book. I have some time coming off within the next little while, so I'll book it during my time off. All right. That's in uh, November, right? uh no, So I'm actually. Oh, you're off. Okay. I, I hit. I hit the lotto a little bit. I'm off for like 21 days after Tuesday. Holy shit, man! Yep. Wow. Uh, so I, uh, I, I, I was. I'm off Tuesday. is my last working day, and I'm back on the 15th. Wow. Have you? Are you being forced to
1: use up some vacation time, or are you just? Yes. you Oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All so
0: right. I tied it in with. Um, I ended up, I had to use a couple days, so I tied it in with. Uh, I booked a weekend off for A Lamb God coming up on the October the 9th And then I booked the weekend Off beforehand or the week Beforehand so that gave me a couple days uh, Because I'm so junior I'm going To get bumped off the stat Which is uh, October the 10th Thanksgiving and then I took a Vacation day on the Tuesday So all in all it gives me 21 days off Holy or 20 shit. days off Just nice. working days plus weekends and stuff Works yep. up 23 days Yeah, Cool So I will not be doing anything. I know somebody over there (laughs) is celebrating a birthday in October, so maybe (laughs) I'll come down and visit you.
1: Well, actually, Uh, that's not a bad idea because we haven't seen each other in a while. Hey, you still owe me a- uh, I owe you an Xbox. Uh, an Xbox. Fuck yeah. Yep. So okay, I well, can give you the
0: Xbox for your birthday and we go for uh, some food or something. Let's, but.
1: let's do that. Yes, for sure. Let's make it happen. Well, yeah, regardless well. of the Xbox, let's just- oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's your birthday. got to celebrate.
0: Well, remember last year, my
1: birthday, I spent it in the hospital. So <laughs> oh, fuck, shit. I hope the same thing doesn't happen this year.
0: Yes. Uh yeah. so yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, so anyway, so yeah, and well, how did I get on vacation talk? <laughs>
1: oh we were talking about you you were talking about booking your appointment for the booth. Oh booking think, appointments, yeah.
0: gotcha. We always so, get sidetracked so uh, easy, I know. So I will I will book uh um, so I, I have no plans. I am going down to Seattle uh on actually Thursday, which also means there's no episode for us next week because I'm what? gone till Sunday. Fuck. Um I'm I'm seeing a little band called Iron Maiden. They're up and coming. Are you? Are you uh, really? Yep. Uh Where at? I go, uh they're at the Climate Pledge Arena. Uh
1: the brand new uh well, I forget what it's called or what it used to be called already. Uh, yes,
0: excellent. Uh, yeah. Yep. Because uh, I wanted to go see, I'm a, I love Trivium. I'm a big Trivium fan. Yeah. Uh, they came out with the new album last week or not last last year. I, I thought it was fantastic. I'm like, when the hell are Trivium coming? And they're playing October third at uh, the venue. But I'm like, oh, and, but tickets are like $89 for that. And then I googled yeah. where else are they playing. Apparently, they're opening for Iron Maiden in Seattle on the Thursday. And guess how much tickets were to go see Iron Maiden? Upper Upper Bowl, mid Upper uh, Bowl.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Forty nine dollars. No way, really. Yep. Yeah. So Holy I shit. am. I will be seeing the maiden on Thursday. Uh, cool. I then tying that in with a little bit of a weekend trip. So uh, right, right on. We'll, we'll some, have, fun. Some, have fun. Sorry to advance, uh, listeners, and you, Stephen. But uh, <laughs> what am I going to do this week? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, but um, yeah, so that'll be good. But that also brings us to the next thing that's uh, making the news. And you found a great article about about the Rivecan app. So they are. Talking about discontinuing it, there's talks about discontinuing it or it's going to be discontinued. It's going to or- happen
1: and it's going to happen real soon, I think, because uh, we had mentioned, we talked about it last week because I had to use it recently and found no problems and I don't know what yeah. the big, big deal was about it. But uh, obviously there's a big stink and people are pretty happy now. I think that it's going to finally be dropped. Um, I don't think they've announced a day yet, although I keep hearing the end of the month.
0: Yeah, me too. Um
1: but basically yeah, you won't need to use the ArriveCan app anymore to report your well basically to come back into the country and and report your your vaccination status and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, which means yes that Canada is dropping the requirements to be vaccinated to get into the country. So yeah. anybody can come now into Canada vac- uh, vaccine status or well regardless of whatever that vaccine status is.
0: Yeah. So it makes me wonder. Okay, well that's that, That's a different. That's a start, But it's like you found some great. There's great numbers in this article. It cost like yeah. seven, seventeen million dollars to um to make and yeah and, and roll out. And I'm just like, that's a that's, lot of
1: money for an app. That's the thing that caught my eye about this is just how expensive it is. And I mean, I know it's. I mean, the development of any app is not cheap. Yeah. Although that said, people. Just these uh, very talented programmers sometimes can develop these things in their own house and uh, these really c- cool tools for, uh, well, for whatever, whether they're Android apps or iOS apps or whatever they might be, right? But seventeen million dollars for the ArriveCan app. So that was twelve million to develop it, and then yeah. five million to maintain it along the way since it was first introduced in 2020 sometime. That's but that's a lot of fucking money, and yeah, I mean, someone's
0: someone's walking around with sixteen million dollars nope, in no their pocket. No kidding. Like it's
1: <laughs> like it's sure there's a lot of security involved, and that's oh, that's yeah. that's the four that's the, you know, that's the most important thing about all this is that everybody's data is secure. Um, it obviously has to function right, and that was part of the problem that some people had with it is that they felt it didn't work right. But yeah, it's just, I mean, that's a lot of money. And again, again, that's, you know, it's, um, you know, so for a year and a half or maybe two years, uh, $17 million, was it really worth it? Uh, I mean, again, I said that I supported it for the most part. I didn't have a problem with it. $17 million, was it worth it?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Like like I said, someone's walked around with $16 million in the apartment because how how many... Like what positions do you know that are making like if they're paying like this ArriveCan app came out pretty quickly when um you know when when shit hit the fan for COVID and stuff yeah. to cross the borders and stuff and it was developed pretty quickly. But even the top engineers or software designers or something designing this thing, they are not making more than they probably got contracted out for 60000 dollars, take a room full of them. Say ten, that's six hundred thousand dollars plus whatever overhead costs you need to start that up or run it. But they probably contracted it out. But anyways, I don't see it how it started out for uh, why it was whatever twelve million to build and then you know five billion to maintain. You know, it was just a quick app update or whatever it is. But again, we're not software yeah. designers. We don't we don't know this shit. But yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't but know. you know, for that, money. it just it just kind of goes with the flow of things because the fact. That we're dropping the ArriveCAN app, which declared if you're status or not, like COVID vaccine status, is um, that we're dropping the requirement to do that on the twelfth of the month or the end or end of the month, means that everyone feels in their mind that they're moving forward. So like that that COVID isn't a thing anymore, or that it's not um, as risky as it once was. But you know, all the research shows that it's just as risky, if not more. Uh, again, and we always say it. No one talks about long term COVID. Right? You know, you might might catch COVID or whatever it is, but you know, hey, why why can't I go up the stairs? It's quick. You know, why, are, why am I still tired? What, what's going yeah. on? Uh, and these are all results of long term COVID that when you when you caught COVID. Yeah, it just gives
1: people a false sense of security, like all of the other yeah. restrictions that have been dropped along the way. And I mean, whether you agree with it or not, I mean, they they drop the. Um, you know, they dropped the mask mandates, uh, you know, they've, they've, you know, they've done all of these things. They've relaxed all of the restrictions that were in place. And now here comes the latest one. They're dropping this too. Well, again, people like, and then you get people like Biden who says the pandemic's over. It's just gonna, you know, people think, okay, well, it really must be over then. Yeah. And it's, it's just not the case. And, um, that's why, that's why all of these, high level officials including our own provincial health offices you know is is i just you know they're i don't think they're doing their job no and um you know that again they're i think they are directly responsible for part of not solely responsible but still directly responsible for us still being here where we are today yeah you know so um So I don't know. They aren't, they aren't, they aren't helping us any, anymore. Right. Nobody is, nobody is helping us. We're all on our own. We're all being forced to make our own decisions. And of course you've got your people, your simpletons who, who, um, you know, who don't bother with any research or reading or anything like that. Um, They just jump on board and say, well, I'm not going to catch COVID or it's just a cold now or a flu or whatever it is. And, uh, who gives a shit? I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. Why the fuck should I, right? Yeah. It's just, it's the, the wrong way to
0: think though, but uh, there's the majority of people are like that. It's, yeah, it's crazy now. Um, it's still weird too. So I... um Usually on Friday nights for me is girlfriend night, so I'll go hang out with my girlfriends, and then I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, but because I booked yesterday off to go see a show, I booked the Friday, Saturday off. Uh, so I went and hung out with the girlfriend on Friday night, and uh, before I went to bed, she was say, hey, I'm not really feeling great. I have a sore throat. I'm like, okay, well, cool, no worries. Uh, and because I sleep, I go to bed around four o'clock on a good day. I didn't fall asleep to about two-ish, but she got up around eight or nine. And when she woke up, she was full-blown sick. Really? Like, beyond sick. So I woke up and she was wearing a mask. Uh-oh. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, she's like, and she looked, so she looked like hell. Like she was not <laughs> doing very well. Like, oh, fuck, what's wrong? She's like, I'm, she's like, she's got, she had a fever. She was shivering. You know, I'm like, well, is it COVID? So she took a test; it was negative. But um, before I left, I put my mask on and um, you know helped her run around, grab the groceries and shit before I dropped her off and went home. But I missed the show last night because of that because um, I just decided not to go to to oh fuck to to go see uh, I had tickets to go see Laura Jane Grace last night at the Rickshaw. I I didn't make it. I even put my tickets up for free last night and no one responded to that. So oh wow. It tells you how popular that artist is, (laughs) but, um, but anyways, yeah. So Uh, I I I didn't want to go because I'm like, well, fuck. I I hope I like I don't want to get anyone sick or or whatever it was. But I'm now day two and I'm fine. There's I have no symptoms of whatever she was going through. So yeah, has she tested again? Is she okay? Yeah, she tested today. I tested this morning. I'm all good. She's still good. So um, yeah, but like you know, that's that's two. People doing their part to make sure we don't get other people sick. Yeah, yeah and exactly. and that's that's the thing that kind of irks me the wrong way about this because in a, in a super super busy spot, I will always put my mask on when I'm riding in transit, when I'm yep. dealing with other people or or whatever it is. I'm like, and they don't have the mask on, but I always reach in my pocket, put my cloth mask on, and do my business and mm-hmm. take it off and walk away, sort of thing. Uh, but a lot of people don't even do that anymore, and it's just yeah. um, you know. The main thing about COVID back when it first came out is that, yes, people who catch it, it is, quote, unquote, like the cold, and we're most likely to recover, but it's for those people who can't recover, who cannot do this shit. Yes, there's boosters, and yes, there's vaccines and shit out now that help with that shit, but still, it's still, as you can tell from the research and the numbers, that it's still going up, and it's continuing to go up, so just wear your mask and do your part, damn it.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And how many of these those people actually are sick and well they probably they probably don't even test and they, they you know they probably are positive and then yeah. th- they don't even know it. Uh, some of those people probably do test and they are yep. positive and yet they still go out. See, that's that's the thing. They may not yeah. be really sick, but they know they're positive. They go out and do whatever the fuck they want anyways, whether it's go to work, go shopping, or go wherever, you yeah, know, wear their the mask, show. go yeah. to the show. And uh, yeah, you talked about your buddy or something there, one, one show, or I don't know if yeah, you saw buddy. Yeah, for Yeah, exactly. So you he know, heard about a he, group of friends and that. And he brags uh, about it on Twitter. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, so ignorant, man. It's just so stupid. Yeah. Pisses and these off.
0: people are trying to get back into the swing of things. And, um, you know, the fact that they openly had COVID and went for a walk yeah. really pisses me off. Like, that's. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought, I like guess today, one of the main reasons, well, if I don't, I don't want to catch it or go out with it just in case it is, obviously it wasn't. But, uh, you know, I, I, I missed the show because of it, you know, and that's, you know, de- dedication to the craft there. Uh, But, yeah, whatever. It is. Exactly. It's that's just, it is, you know, fuck. Sadly, we can't do much
1: about those stupid people. I mean, we, we yeah. try and talk about it and hopefully someday they'll clue in and understand that they're part of the problem and they need to change their attitudes um, but I don't know that's wishful thinking that I guess anything we say or do is not going to make a difference for them
0: oh no it's true it's um, it's yeah fuck I don't know what to do with it. I mean I just, we, we've been preaching the same thing since yeah. pretty much day one yeah exactly and uh, I don't know I got nothing else no. and as you can tell we're not as heated as we once were <laughs> before, before <laughs> we'd be off the rails now we're oh, just like yeah, yeah fuck what are we going to do yeah, uh, yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, and the, and the fact, again, the fact that they are dropping the Arrive Can app and whatever it is, it's just showing how, as non compliant, the word non compliant, um, you know, people are now taking COVID 19 and all whatever's happening with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad. But we only can do so much here from a lonely little podcast. So let's move forward to some tech stuff. You've had this shit in your fucking uh, in your prep for a while. So let's start from the bottom and go up. Uh, Apple just killed the password for real this time. Uh, so I, I'm an Apple guy, as we've talked about. And a lot of the time to enter passwords and stuff, you enter it in once or whatever it is, and it uses Face ID or your uh, fingerprint reader to unlock websites and move forward this time. Does Samsung do a similar thing for that? Um, well, yes. I mean, there's
1: various or there's there's different ways of um, locking things down. There are, there are biometrics. Um, yeah. There's fingerprints, there's face ID, and, and all that stuff. Or there are your passwords and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, for some things, for some things, yes, I think you enter your, for like even including your Google account. Yeah, and you need a Google account in order to, uh, essentially, for for a, an Android device to work properly, you need a Google uh, account. So yes. so yes, I mean once you log in, it can identify you. Um, and you get you get messages saying when your account's been accessed and okay, well, was this you? And just click here, approve yes, or if it's not, then hit no, and then maybe you should change your password and shit like that, right? Yeah. So so yes, there are uh, similar uh, methods, I guess, of protecting your accounts. Uh, this is the, the main Google account, of course. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this is. This is, uh, I think we, I think multiple places, many places, many of these large companies are trying to do the same thing and and get rid of the password. Because Microsoft, Microsoft is trying to do the same thing as well. Yep. Uh, And there's the hello, is it called? Hello ID? Hello something. Basically, basically it's a different way to log onto your account and it can use a fingerprint and and stuff like that in order to unlock your device. Yeah. Uh, So again, no passwords, right? Yep. Um so, so so yeah there there are some interesting things coming along. Uh because I think I think someday someday yes passwords probably will go away, but it's it's definitely too soon. Because because it's only these larger companies who are working on these this I guess these new steps or this new technology. Yeah, uh, we still every every you know 99.9% of the other accounts that you use online still require a regular username password. So we yes. need to continue to uh, make sure our accounts are secure, and that's very strong passwords that's uh, using a password manager uh, so you have a unique password for every account it's enabling two factor authentication yep uh, on every account that uh, that has it uh, because not all accounts I, I guess are uh, have that technology yet. Why? I don't know, because we've been talking about uh, two-factor. Well, multi-factor is probably more a more accurate term now, MFA, multi-factor yeah. authentication, right? Because there are multiple ways that you can authenticate yourself. But the idea is to basically make it a minimum two-step process. You have, uh, how do they put it? They have, you have something, um, basically, it's something you, have to enter, and then something that you also have in your possession. So it's it's a password, obviously, but you also need to authenticate with another using another method, and that's your that's the second. It's something you have with you. So yeah. it's a one time password. It's a hardware key. It's uh, lesser forms of security is a text message to your phone. So there are or email. So there are different ways to enable uh, that extra authentication piece. Yes. So a password-less world would be would be nice. Um, at the same time, having a password manager is so simple to use. Oh, it's easy. Right? It's easy. It's uh, You don't have to remember any of these passwords. They're all secure, whether it's a long phrase or a long password um, with a bunch of gibberish and bunch of different characters. characters and stuff like that. Um, all you need to remember is that one main master password for your or your password manager account. Yeah. Uh, and that's itself obviously should be secure and you shouldn't be giving that out or anything like that. But that's all you need. One password and that will control everything in the online world for all of your accounts.
0: Yeah, no, so that's it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. And it's simple and it launches all the stuff and, and does whatever it's got to be. But because I'm no longer really in the tech world, and you're in it more than I am, do you see this kind of face ID sort of biometric scanners taking over eventually, or do you think it's going to be, continue being, you know, the long ass phrase, password, character thing moving forward?
1: No, I think it's I think it's coming for sure because it it is going to make life easier. I think overall yeah. the security is really good. I mean, people are in general people are concerned about um face id and having your fingerprints and stuff like that all over the place but in reality for these for this specific technology all of this stuff is basically stored on your local device so there's yeah you know it, in, for the example um uh, well let's just say microsoft and their hello um id or whatever it is um you know, none of that, Microsoft has a, no access to any of that stuff. They have no yeah. access to your fingerprint or anything like that. It's all stored locally. If you wipe the device clean, uh, you basically have to start over with that technology when you set it up again. So it's not yep. like you can go back and restore that or or anything. You basically have to set up that authentication again. So uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's coming. I, th- I yeah. really think it is. And it's um, it's not going to happen overnight.
0: No, but it's but it's coming for sure. Um, I mean, I'm just trying to think what uses Face ID for me to log in, uh, and it's I have two-factor enabled on pretty much everything, but like my bank is a big one. And you think about banks, and you think about what a bank does for you and what they actually do in your real life. They're the holder of your money. It's how you pay bills. It's how you live. And the fact that the bank uses it is pretty crazy. Like, and they've been using it forever. Like I just logged on using Face ID or whatever it is. So it's, you know, like you're right. I think it is coming, but when and how they're going to roll it out, is going to be the interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And of course, not everybody has a cell phone or
1: a mobile device. Uh, So, you know, you got to think about that. Um, so there are a bunch of different things to consider for sure. So, um, it's hard to believe people. Some people don't have a mobile phone, but they are out there. Um, I couldn't live without mine anymore. Although sometimes I think that, you know, I'm too connected (laughs) uh, in many ways, but anyway, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Probably not fast enough because again, people, people are so, again, they want things to be as easy as possible and um, passwords and two-factor, multi-factor authentication make things, you know, there's extra steps involved and people have a hard time adopting to that. So maybe that so maybe uh, on the other hand maybe maybe this will come in faster because again it's eliminating extra software or extra apps. Really yeah. really if you can just use your fingerprint or your face ID to make things a lot easier, maybe people will adopt it. I I don't know. Yeah, but it's not being it's, rolled out that quickly. This is I guess what I'm saying. So who knows what the plan is for all this stuff?
0: And you know, what's interesting is for us, old school computer guys, you know, guys who build their custom PCs, guys have been using, you know, saw the launch of the internet. That's where that old, um, <laughs> you know, like, and, and stuff like that. You know, I, I was, it's, we've, we've had passwords since I can remember, you know, yeah. you had a password to log in at school, you had a password to log into your work computer, you had a password to log in to do whatever you have to do. Like you've always had a password to do something. And the fact they're kind of getting rid of it is kind of uh, or we'll phase it out. is kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day and um, a lot of people like our, I guess you know 15 20 years ago we used Facebook as like facebook.com you had to access it through a web browser a lot of the people who use Facebook now access it through an app They've never even used it through a web browser, you know, and it right. just goes to show the the way. And you know, Facebook is arguably the biggest social media platform, and the fact that some people haven't even used it on the web and only using it through an app just shows kind of how far we've come and how old we actually really
1: are. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's true, and that's yeah. been.
0: You know, when did Facebook come along?
1: Uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven, something like that. So it's probably 15 years old now, but, um, but, but you're right. You're right. We've been there from very early Day stages and some people, you know, came along. Like, like I'm, I'm thinking back to my phone 15 years ago and what, what kind of phone it was and what I was able to do on it. And certainly, you know, wasn't able to do all of this, this stuff that you could do today. That's for sure. Oh, 100%. So all of these apps make things so much easier for people. And that's all people know. Yeah, you're right. So uh, Facebook launched February fourth, two thousand and four. Okay, but 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 again, at what what's kind of what state was it in in two thousand and four? Exactly. And when did people really start? Like, sure, that's when the company maybe started or formed, but when when did the social media platform actually actually hit the internet where people could start um, joining and Communicating and doing whatever they do, sharing their photos of their cats. <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't know. Yep, and it and it says now that I've gone down a Facebook wormhole, the uh, the face the first face uploaded onto Facebook was no other than Al Pacino. Oh, was it really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is By, kind of I, funny wonder, fact. I wonder who I wonder who did that. It probably yeah, wasn't know. Al Pacino. That's uh, for no, sure. it definitely wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Well, that's crazy. Funny.
1: That is funny. Yeah, uh, I don't know why and I wonder who, I guess, did that.
0: But uh, back back to passwords super quick. There is, uh, You found, a, I don't know, 10, 15 episodes ago, you found a great website called Diceware, Diceware Password yes. Generator, whatever it was, yeah. and it's uh, super complex passwords but easy to type. Yes. So uh, make sure to check that out. I think it was diceware.dmuth.org. Yeah. It's the website. We'll link to it on oldmenhielandclouds.com, but check that out.
1: Yeah, the other, th- the other thing is most of your password managers now will generate passwords for you, and they will generate these passphrases. So instead of the big long string of characters like we talked about, it yeah. will generate those same phrases. Uh, you could have, well, as many, as many words in that passphrase as you want. Uh, I think they say five or six minimum uh, is what you should have. But basically, they are easier to type. I mean, password managers allow you to copy and paste your passwords. But Anyways, there is... Yeah. You know what? There is the odd password that you have to end up typing. And my Google password is one of those because if you have to... When you're setting up your phone for the first time, you don't have access to your password manager. You don't have access to all the, any you know anything. You have yeah. to manually type that password in. And mine is probably... Uh, not joking. It's probably sixty characters long, and if you have to type in a password with a bunch of lowercase, uppercase, special characters, numbers, all that kind of stuff, and if you have to type that in, and if you fuck up just once, you basically have to start all over again. <laughs> yeah. So, no. uh, so these these pass phrases are better for, especially for accounts like that, where you have to, for whatever reason, manually type them in, and. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, check it, check it out. And again, they should be a minimum five or six words within that passphrase. The longer the better, of course. But um,
0: yes. No, it's good. Yeah. Uh, so um, use a goddamn password manager and remember it. Wow. <laughs> the, the thing that comes to mind is when you're using it on your smart TV, you know, doing all these characters on the smart TV. Yeah, same oh, thing. Oh man, it takes forever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, once you're logged in, you're good. Um, yeah. and that's all it takes. You do it once and you're set. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's really not that hard people, but it, the new stuff is coming for sure. Let's, uh, let's
1: stick with, uh, Facebook because you shared something, uh, that I want to talk about as well. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I had, yeah. I know I had some other tech stuff, but the Facebook is kind of a big one. Um, yeah,
0: no, it's the leading, well, one of the leading, uh, social media platforms platforms that everybody still uses to this day. Well, not everybody, but most people do it. But uh, what's making headlines is that uh, Meta, the Facebook universe, is being sued for tracking iOS users even if they've opted out of being tracked. Uh, I know this was in the news a little while ago for Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons kind of had a similar thing. They were tracking you even though when you didn't want to be tracked. But the the fact that Meta's doing it, Meta controls... WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I think that's it, right? WhatsApp,
1: Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Well, yeah, Facebook Messenger. Um, Yeah, yeah, Facebook Messenger. But, um, well, those are the three main ones, I guess, yeah. Does Facebook do any more than that now? Fuck, I don't even pay attention to them, so I don't know. Uh, But anyways,
0: uh, they're being sued for tracking you. And uh, essentially it explains, the lawsuit explains how Meta's Facebook app opens links in an in-app browser rather than the user's default browser. Browser. By doing so, the activity of the user can be easily tracked while skirting around apps, Apple's app privacy rules. Yeah. There it goes. Uh, so that's kind of shady. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, because I, that's not good.
1: No, apparently it uses, uh, some JavaScript, which is all, which is all, oh, uh, client based. No, JavaScript is all, well, it is programming, but it runs client side. It's not server side yeah. software. It's, uh, it's all runs client side. It, it runs in the app or in the browser. Um, and yeah, so that's how they have been able to, to do this and, uh, pretty pretty shitty on them that's that's for sure yeah here's here's the thing a lot of apps and people may not realize this as well i don't know that facebook is the only culprit here a lot of apps offer to use their own in browser app i guess so basically and reddit's reddit is an example twitter is another example if you click on a link in a tweet in a post um Unless you change the setting, I think the default is to open the app or open the link in its in 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 the in app browser, which means you are still in Twitter basically when you are browsing that website. Yep, Um, and that's a problem because they can definitely browse all or they can definitely you know keep track of all of your browsing habits and all that sort of stuff. that's the first thing that you should do when you're installing these apps on your phone is check to see if, uh, if links are opened in an, in a in-app browser, because you should be disabling that. Uh, Twitter, Twitter is one for sure. Reddit is another one. If you have a Reddit app, I think it opens in its own browser. And you should, you should, again, you should be, you should be selecting external browser and that will open whatever your default is on your phone or on your mobile yeah. device. Uh, whether it's Firefox or Chrome, shame on you if you're still using Chrome. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, you should be checking that. I'm trying to think of some other apps that um, that have their own browser, I guess, associated with the app. I can't; nothing else comes to mind right now. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, but yeah, it just it just goes to show you that Facebook and all of these other major companies continue to break the rules and. Um, you know, try and do whatever they can to keep track of people, and to collect data on people, and abuse people's data. And uh, it, it's terrible. This this is this is an honest question for you, and I'm not say I'm not asking you this to hassle you or anything like oh, that. No. But when are you going to quit Facebook? Because because you keep saying you're going to. And I been, do. And I we do. Have, we've been talking about this from day one since we started the podcast. So, yes. two and a half years ago, it's been that long since you've been talking about quitting Facebook and some, maybe some of these other platforms. Yep. And yet you still use it. So, honest question I, 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 again,
0: no, so, no. So, when are you going to do it? The only reason why I'm still alive on Facebook is when COVID started, uh, my favorite band, Metallica, were doing a Metallica Mondays. Yep. And every Monday they would post a brand new show. So, they'd give. Because that was COVID, stay at home, do all this shit, stay at home, do whatever you gotta do, and so every day, and every day since beforehand, I do something called Song of the Day, and they said in a in a viral in a in a some sort of tweet slash message, keep Metallica Mondays alive. If you're one of the longest lasting members, you'll be able to come meet the band for free. I'm like, okay, so I have been loyal since day one. Every Monday, I post a Metallica Monday, hashtag them, and tag them on the record I'm doing. Um, there's rumors that Metallica is going to be their last tour. Last tour they did in 2019, 20, 2018, whatever it was, they um, they had these meet and greet packages for to meet the band and get her photo taken and get all your shit signed and whatever it was, and to get a group photo. All I want is a goddamn group photo with the boys <laughs> in Metallica. So I am on, the only reason I use Facebook um, is to post my Metallica Song of the Day, Metallica Mondays every Monday I post. Bah, 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 bang. Okay. So the minute they announce the tour and I get selected as one of the winners is the day I drop Facebook and Instagram and all that fun stuff. So, in um, other words, maybe never. Uh, Well, they're they're coming. They're they're coming. I know uh, the boys just played a a show in New York last night for the Global Citizen events. Um, They'll probably take the. – they're doing their other All Within My Hands uh, charity thing in December. And then they'll – I think probably we'll get a new album. So probably – it's probably another two years if I'm being honest. (laughs) But I will drop it after. I mean because it's me because they have like stats. And I, and I follow it on, like, I'm attached to all the hashtags and all this shit. And it's me and probably about 300, 400 of the people keeping this alive. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm part of this band leg and I'm going to see it through, damn it. And right. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of where it is. It's kind of a long shot, too. Like, fuck, they probably forgot about it, too. But uh, at the end of the day, that, that's kind of still why I am on Facebook. And that's the only shit I post on Facebook. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know when. The answer is going to be, but I barely use it. Like, I'll go back and I check my memories for the day. What are your Facebook memories? So, uh, nine years ago, uh, what did I say? Uh, Seven years ago, I posted, I just accidentally saved something to the cloud. (laughs) I've I've made peace with it, knowing I'll never be able to access it again, because no no one really knows how the cloud works. Still relevant to this day. Uh, So, (laughs) shit like that. Just a bunch of stuff when we were in the media, like I'll be at Pearl Jam tonight, who's coming, who wants to meet up for a drink, you know, posting some shit on... uh, you know, just funny photos and, and shit. But yeah, I'm still on it. I don't, I'm don't. i not a quote-unquote power user. I do find some news with it still because I do have a dummy account that's all just news sources. So it has all my news stuff and all the tech stuff and I'll switch into that and do stuff with that. It's also a great place to sell shit. Um, Facebook Marketplace has kind of taken over what Craigslist used to be. So selling stuff, we're looking for you stuff. It's way easier on Facebook Marketplace than it is on, uh, you know, something like Craigslist and stuff. So, you know, again, pros and cons for it, mostly cons. But, you know, there are some good stuff. Some shit, not not good, but some convenient things that Facebook's doing right now that um, I can't find, you know, anywhere else.
1: Convenience at what cost, I guess, though, Yeah, I guess. And that's it, yeah. See, that's the thing. Yes, and that's what people don't think of. Yes, this is so convenient. It's so easy to use. Uh, yes, that fucking mug that uh, has some bullshit, uh, that bullshit saying on it, uh, I want that for five bucks. And yeah, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook makes it easy. Right. It does. Uh, but again, at what cost they are collecting all of your browsing habits and using all of your data and yeah. selling your data. And it's just, um, and they can't be stopped and they've been fined billions and billions of dollars, especially over in Europe. The data laws over in Europe are so much more strict than they are here. Yeah, and Google, Facebook are the big ones that they've been fined big time, and they don't they don't care. They just keep yep. going, right? They're they're billion dollar corporations, and if they have to fork over a billion dollars to pay a fine, well, it's kind of pocket change for them. Yeah, it, do, it just pocket. doesn't matter, and they just yep. don't seem to learn the lesson that they can't be doing this shit. Yep. And that's, yeah, that's the problem I have. And it's, I don't know, it's just why I fucking hate that company more and more. And uh, I just try and distance myself as much as I can from them. Yep. Uh, I will never go on Facebook again. Never. 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 I, I I never like to say never, but that's one thing that I can say never about. Facebook and me, never.
0: I, I get again. a lot of comments on, uh, why don't you post your podcast episodes to facebook yeah and then i'm like my co-host will stab me with a <laughs> yes, pl- pencil exactly <laughs> so uh, that's that's the quick Thank that's the quick answer Thank um you. Yes. so that's that's that <laughs> um but i do there is a way you can find out quick super quick way to find out uh, on an ios device if you scroll up to if you go to settings and look at your battery settings And then through battery settings, it'll pop up a little sub-menu. And it says what app is using the most within the last 24 hours or 10 days. And if it is Facebook or if it is whatever it is, it'll show you how much battery percentage you're using. Uh, And that's a quick way to find out if you are being... Uh, if facebook or instagram or whatever the meta universe is using your background information against you and then you can go on the appropriate measures that way but that's the quickest way i've been able to find if you are being tracked on well, your ios device well it's it means that it's running in the
1: background that's yeah. re- that's really what it means cuz you can you can do that on an android device as well so yeah. it means that the app is still running it won't tell you how much data or what data. Well, necessarily it means – but if, being, it, if it's
0: running for 24 hours, well, you know that it's running in the background. That should probably, be true. yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. You it's, um, it, you can be
0: suspicious of it for sure if yeah. you
1: see something like that. So,
0: so um, a bit of a warning. So not not a warning, but a warning sign to just take a look into it. So that's yeah. that's what I'm getting
1: at. I mean, especially if you haven't opened the app. Like, l- let's say you haven't opened Facebook in 24 hours, but you exactly. see. That the app is consuming a large amount of uh, battery power, uh, then something's up, right? Either the app is not functioning correctly and going rogue, or something's happening, or, or yes, it's transferring a significant amount of data, or something like that. I don't know if that's. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 not accurate, I'm sure by any you know by any means, but it maybe can give you an indication as to something's up at least, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just I always keep. I mean, that should be for anything general, as because you just recently installed iOS, reinstalled iOS on your device, or not iOS, uh, or Samsung's uh, Android operating software on your device, right?
1: I have not. I still haven't gotten to it, but oh, I do. Okay. It, but I do
0: it quite regularly. Like I yeah. did it back in the springtime. Okay, uh, gotcha. But uh,
1: but yeah, I've been wanting to do it again. I backed everything up, and then I just haven't gotten around to it. So I'm probably going to have to back everything up again. Not that there's a lot of shit there, but uh, uh, just, yeah, back everything up before I wipe it clean again. So, I don't know. Maybe next weekend, since
0: we aren't chatting, because somebody's going away. Maybe hey, I'll, listen. Maybe that'll so, be something um, for me to do. Uh, somehow, sometimes the cars just fall into place. And, you know, if you were traveling into the States, I'd bring you along. But <laughs> yeah, that's I know, one place that would,
1: you're not going. That, it's probably a pretty good show. Uh, yeah. It will be a good one. I didn't even know Iron Maiden was... Uh, on tour here
0: Either in this, did I. North America again. So yeah. yeah, that's great. So the fact, and the fact that it's like $49 to, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the barn, but I'm not like fucking great seats, but I'm yeah. in the, I'm an upper level. I don't actually right. don't know if there's three levels, but I'm in the cheap sheets, upper level. So again, for well, 50 bucks, but that's us. Check so it, that's what $117 still $117 Canadian. Wow. Well, yeah. Plus you got to drive uh, down there and your
1: hotel down there and all that shit, but still,
0: yeah it sounds a lot cheaper
1: and you can check out that new arena it's supposed to be just amazing it's supposed to look great uh certainly for hockey games and stuff like that um maybe i can catch a game go decide to fight the border guards and take my chances going down there again it'd be nice to see a game
0: oh yeah for sure would you go see a, a, a Canucks Kraken game or would you go see a Boston Kraken game? Well, oh, I'd love to see the Bruins play down there for sure. But yeah. uh, to see, I guess to
1: see any game would be just, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be a good experience. Yeah. Uh, the food, I saw some prices, I think, when when they were playing last year, and maybe we talked about it, like prices for food and beverages and down there, just fucking ridiculous. Like yeah. fucking beers are 18 or 20 bucks and that's American. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. fuck, it's just... Yeah, it's just, it's fucking crazy, man. I mean, that's that's even more expensive than it is up here. We complain about the prices here for a beer when you go to Canucks game or something like that or a concert at Rogers Arena. Yep. Um, but it's, yeah, apparently it's, it's even worse down there. No, fuck, uh, when I went to-
0: when I went to, uh, whatchamacallit, Motley Crue and Def Leppard at the at our BC Place, I looked at my credit card statement the other day and somehow I spent $140 on a, a couple of beers. Holy at, shit. Uh, at, And that was, you know, like I think it's $25 around there. Wow. Uh, so it's expensive. Uh, but I just I just Googled the price and it's for a $49 ticket, it works out to $66 Canadian. Okay.
1: Well, that's so proper For Upper Bowl, um that's that's not, too bad. that's not too bad
0: that's probably still cheaper than it is here so oh yeah that's 100%. Okay. um I do want to touch talk to about prices and stuff have you noticed the prices of gas in the last little while it if essentially have gone up 45 cents in three days
1: well I, last I noticed it was a buck 99 still so it's gone yep. over 200 two
0: bucks again yeah it is now when I went to get my coffee this morning it was 233 oh
1: fuck, man see yep. it's It's so volatile, the gasoline prices. I mean, prices are up everywhere, but why is the, I ask this all the time, why is the price of gas so volatile? Why does it go up and down so much when we have it here in our backyard? Why do we, why are, are prices here so influenced by what happens all over the world? Why does OPEC have so much influence on the price of oil and gas because they control everything and we basically follow follow what happens or what whatever they do or whatever they decide is what happens or affects us over here. And I don't yep. understand that. I really don't. I, I, I just don't get it. They can, yeah. the OPEC can decide to say, okay, well, we're not going to, we're going to keep close the taps and we're not going to release any more oil or we're not going to, uh, yeah, and basically it just affects us all over here and prices shoot up or, or whatever whatever the reason or whatever it is they do, it affects us here. And it's just so fucking stupid. It's part of the bullshit that is oil and gas. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Oh, fuck, that's so much money, man.
0: But 45 uh, cents in three days? Yeah. Like how is that even legal?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, that's yeah, it's bullshit. I don't it's, know. Uh, I and don't this know. is
0: why people are like, wow, like not people, but a lot of people are being like, you got to either choose going to work and tr- making your income. So you have a roof over your head, but you can't feed yourself. yeah, And or like you have to like a lot of people drive from Chilliwack to get to Vancouver for work. And those guys are getting like, oh, I just can't. I mean, a lot of that's a different conversation altogether. But, you know, yeah. it's a it's a big pain in the ass. But 45 cents in three days. Come yeah. on, man. It yeah. will never, it will never drop forty five cents in three days, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah, you know, if if it was to drop forty five cents in three days, okay, you could fit, you can kind of see the writing on the ball. But the fact that it will never do that, and will always climb, it only dropped three four cents if you're lucky in a day. Sometimes it drops to nine cents, depending on whatever time you fill it up at. But what a fucking
1: shit show that yeah, is! Yeah, that's ridiculous. I just. I, I mean, I mean, I guess I still even though we don't have a vehicle, I guess I still pay for it in other ways, right? I mean, it pay it it costs money for our goods and services to be delivered. So yep, you know, in other ways, we are affected by the decisions made by OPEC. and um, yep. you know, food prices keep going up. Um, everything else we do, let's not talk about housing, but everything else we yeah. at least we have to buy. I think it's all affected by gas prices. I mean, no, I, I mean, to, for me, even to rent a, a to for a car share, I mean, they raise prices, uh, you know, your for your rentals be, because gas prices go up. I mean, that's the only reason why they do raise prices sometimes. Yep, is because the pipe price at the pump has gone up significantly. So, sure, I can say I'm glad I don't have a vehicle and ha- I don't have to worry about that. But it affects everybody. It Maybe, does. you know, maybe some people more than others, maybe most people than than me, because uh, we don't drive, uh, or because we don't have a vehicle, at least. But it affects everybody, and it's yeah. uh, it's fucking stupid. Uh, I just,
0: yeah. Uh, it's brutal. It is. It's brutal. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on to happier things. Let's talk tunes. You don't actually don't have any music this week. I don't have
1: any music. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in in front of you here though, real quick. Yeah. Or something. Okay, go go. Um, I, t- I I talked about this band previously, and I maybe even played this song. Do I have it? Can I play it real quick while I'm talking about this shit? Let me just make sure it's uh, uh, turned down a little bit here for you. So let's see. Here we go. So I talked about a band um, by the name of Death God. Okay. Death God is... uh, I'm playing something. Oh, I think there's a bunch of uh, something at the beginning of the song. Anyway, Death God, there we go. Fuck yeah. Death God is a death metal band. They're an indigenous band from Morley, Alberta. They released a single back at the end of June, just in time for July 1st. They released a, a, a single called With All My Hate. I purchased that single on Bandcamp. Uh, shortly it, after, actually... Did you get a
0: sweet shirt Yeah, with that Yeah, yes. so that's yeah, I what I that. want
1: to show you. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, let's see uh, this. Because this just arrived. Uh, it arrived from uh, a good buddy. Well, he's not a good buddy, but William Big Crow is his name actually so Williams in the band death god but this is
0: can you see that? Can you see I, that? It's can it's blur there it is. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty sweet. Well,
1: basically if you go to the song uh, it's just a static image of the song on YouTube. It's basically this uh this same thing that you see on on YouTube, but it is a sweet shirt, man. It's yeah. uh, it finally arrived. Um nice cool image on it. Again, it's it, it is death metal. It's something I'm still you know, I still don't listen to a lot of it, but um just just who this band is and uh you know, kind of what they write about and just the song. It's just uh The song is for a death metal song. The song is pretty good. Yes. So,
0: um that's I all do- I
1: wanted to talk about music today.
0: No, that's good. Uh, I, I wasn't able to hear it, so I don't know why that is. So I hope you'll be able to hear this stuff. I'm not breaking the record here with anything, but um, you know, working in radio, we heard the shit out of Smashing Pumpkins, so kind of following them what they do. Uh, they released a new song called Beguiled. Uh, got some crunch to it. I'll try to play it. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. Uh, I am playing it, but... Can you hear it? I, I cannot hear it. That's weird. All right. We
1: got to get this figured
0: out. But as long as we you can really, hear it, really it it's do. being
1: recorded. I have listened to the song though, so yeah. Um, yes. So, uh, I, hey, you know what? I I have to admit, I'm not the biggest Smashing Pumpkins fan. I did listen to um, the album, which this is supposed to be a, a follow up to. Um, what was the name of that album? Um, oh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. That's yes.
0: Uh, I mean that's old school, man. That came so out in like '94.
1: Exactly. That's almost 30 years old. So, uh, so I, I listen. Uh, you know what? I listened to the shit out of that album. Oh, there, there we go. go. Now I can hear it. There it is. I can hear it now. Excellent. But um, it- yeah. So, but I'm not a real big fan of theirs And but this song sounds really cool. Um, yes, I enjoy it it's, uh, it's, uh,
0: I like it it'll be
1: interesting well, I mean, to see what else comes from this
0: the pumpkins have put out some shit like yeah. some garbage in the last little while but to hear that he's kind of in the same mindset that he is to the uh, melancholy and the infinite sadness uh, is you know it kind of gives us a little bit of hope for, uh, for what's going on moving forward but um, you know this, this song is awesome I listen to it in my car it fucking pounds in my car so I'm automatically a big fan Um, And they also performed this live on Fallon the other night. And they didn't sound too bad. Cool. So um, that is uh, song one for the week and song number two for the week. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers released a new song off their upcoming album. It comes out in a couple weeks, I think. Uh, A song called Eddie. uh, Tribute to the uh, mighty Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Standard Chili stuff. What's awesome about this track here, though, is that they obviously have John Frusciante back in the band, and Frusciante is a pretty wicked guitar player himself. And the solo in this fucking song kicks ass. Um, what are your thoughts on the song?
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm kind of tired of the Chili Peppers overall. I mean, yeah. overall, I think they are overrated. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, John Frusciante is an awesome guitarist. I much prefer him as a, the guitarist for this band actually. Um, yeah. Um, so it has been a while. First record since 2006. Did you say that? I can't remember.
0: Uh, yeah, um, yeah, no, that's, that's
1: right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the and, last
0: guy they had was pretty good though. Um, yeah, well, who is
1: their normal or usual guitarist? Uh, cause was, kind of bounced back and forth between the two quite a bit, yeah. right? So, uh, and despite me not being a big fan of the Chili Peppers anymore, the song, though, the, you know, what the song is about is very touching and just being yeah. a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. So that's kind of cool, right? It's standard Chili Pepper stuff for sure. but Oh, yeah, 100%. But, but, I mean, the, but the lyrics are kind of cool and just, you know, they were affected, uh, they were influenced and affected by Eddie Van Halen. So when he passed, yeah. so,
0: yeah. No, cool to see. Uh, cool to see tributes like that. But, yeah, um, it's it's cool. And like last week or two weeks ago, we talked about the uh, Taylor Hawkins tribute. Yes, I still haven't uh, seen that. F- oh fuck, you, you yeah. gotta get on that. Yeah. But the one that was it's scheduled for uh, this upcoming Tuesday, the twenty eighth. It was going to be live stream, but they've now since changed that. Oh really? So it, that's bullshit because the lineup looks amazing so obviously they're gonna package it and sell it and sell it off so they get views and stuff which i don't blame them they're taking all that money for somewhere else but they got a bunch of new sweet guests coming for that uh tribute event for mr hawkins happening in los angeles uh i think we mentioned this last week sebastian bach travis barker geezer butler matt cameron danny carey uh, guys from Def Leppard, guys from Motley Crue, Stuart Copeland, Miley Cyrus, Joe, uh, Josh Holm. You got the Hopkins family. You got John Paul Jones showing up. You got Kesha. You got uh, Getty Lee. You got uh, Chris Novoselic, Alanis Morissette Pink, Chad Smith, Lars, Wolfgang Halen, Nancy Wilson, Patrick Wilson, uh, wow. guys from Rage Against The Machine, showing up to this night of music. So, yeah. Uh September twenty seventh, I think it's the twenty-eighth, but September twenty-seventh, Tuesday, September twenty-seventh. That's gonna be a show, but they're no longer live broadcasting it, which is I was gonna call in sick that day, man. Like what a night of music. But uh so, yeah, hopefully that shows up.
1: So you can't even you can't even pay for it if you wanted to and no. watch it. Nothing at all. Yeah, that is Nothing. uh that is unusual because I don't know. Like you said, I guess it's a, it's about money. I guess maybe they found out how successful it was. Uh I mean, obviously they sold out the the arena in London, which is a lot more people than what is going to, or the capacity of the forum in LA. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering what, what the purpose is of that or what changed. I mean, I mean, it makes sense to, to broadcast it live, but charge people because you said they didn't even charge people last time. Is that right? No,
0: last time it was just streaming on YouTube. It was streaming, live stream and whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, so we'll, to stream it and charge people, you know, makes sense, but to
0: not even do that, that's really, really kind of odd. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But uh, whatever, hopefully it comes out soon and we get to see the brilliance that was because all these guys are the best in their class doing what they do and It'll just be cool to see what happens because I really quite enjoyed that last tribute show. Like I watched it live and it was like, holy fuck, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, I've got to check it out still. uh, Say what you want about the Foo Fighters, but they're a pretty successful band. I would say top 50-ish in the world for sure. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Like, Are they going to disband? Are they saying goodbye with this? Or are they going to... Find one of these replacement drummers and move forward because if they've proved anything, it's as one of any of these caliber drummers stepping in to fill Hawkins' shoes can he can be replaced, unfortunately. But you know, is it a good thing? Are they going to be able to tour again, make new music, and do some stuff? Because you know, arguably Dave and Co. have put out some good stuff, including that Dream Window album. Have you listened to that yet? No, I'll oh, fuck put no. that on your list. Fantastic okay. stuff. Okay, I'll Fantastic do that. Fantastic stuff. All right. Um, are you watching anything interesting this
1: week? Uh, just the usual TV shows. Uh, City on a Hill actually finished off the season. Uh, season three, episode eight is done. We, I actually, I really enjoyed that. That that I know I talk about it every week here since. Well, probably when it's being broadcast and for the third season now. I think I've been talking yeah. about it here. Uh, I really enjoy it. I don't know. It's just really some really good talent um not only kevin bacon but there's some other good talent in there and just the story i guess is really um it's really interesting so um season there will be a season four because they've kind of left it off uh, so i assume uh hopefully it's not getting canceled or anything like that because it's a pretty good show
0: yeah, no, that's badass. Uh,
1: so, but the other thing that I did or we did watch this week, uh, and it's something I touched about when we first heard that it was being released, it's the Randy Rhodes documentary. Yeah. Uh, so Randy Rhodes: Reflections of a Guitar Icon. Uh, really good, really good documentary that focuses is, focuses on the great, late Randy Rhodes. Yeah, um, it starts off in the early days of him growing up in L.A., like so many documentaries do, I guess. All the young, all the early days, growing up in Los Angeles, uh, forming, you know, becoming a musician or becoming a guitar player, I guess, and and how he came to be in the band Quiet Riot, uh, and eventually he ended up in in Ozzy Osbourne's band, uh, recorded those two great albums to kick off Ozzy's solo career. Yeah, And then, of course, it ends with, you know, the tragic uh, plane crash that took his life. But uh, so really good series. It focuses more on those early days with Quiet Riot. And then then it kind of rushes along, I guess, once he joins Ozzy's band and kind of how things happen from there. Uh, The other thing I noticed is that, uh, obviously, the people who did the documentary didn't have any rights to any of that music from Ozzy. Um, it would have been nice to kind of show some live footage or something like that. Um, you know, just from those later days. And of course, because that's when his career really took off. Um, but still lots of great, uh, photography, um, lots of, lots of music from the quiet Riot days, uh, lots of interviews with, you know, some of the people in the band back then. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was a, Fairly well done documentary, and if you're a fan, fan of Randy Rhodes uh, and Quiet Riot and early Ozzy Osbourne, yeah, you should you should like the documentary. So check it no, out.
0: No, definitely have to check that out. That's on Amazon, yeah. isn't it?
1: I I don't know. Don't know. That's not where can, I watched it, but see, it might be there.
0: <laughs> you can find it. We'll find it. I'll find it. You'll find. No it. No worries. Yeah, yeah. I do want to check that out. So obviously, uh, I mean. You learn. I learned through Randy Rhodes, through Ozzy, and then went back and visited his quiet stuff with Quiet Riot. But man, Diary of a Madman—that full album, what an album! Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean
1: the first, yeah, Blizzard of Oz and Diary yeah, Blizzard just of such. Because I did, I did listen to them, uh, actually. Again, after we watched the documentary, and yeah, just just great stuff. I mean, it's just. I mean, have a listen if you haven't checked it out, and just focus on Randy's guitar work and. You know, I'm not a musician, I'm not a guitar player, but it's just amazing Yeah, his, his sound <clears throat> and his style of playing. Uh, in the documentary, they kind of briefly touched on a rivalry, they call it, between him and Eddie Van Halen. Obviously, you know, two musicians, two great guitarists from Los Angeles. I, I think, I don't know that Randy, at least from what they showed, he seems pretty humble. He didn't really admit to, to there being any rivalry between the two of them. Uh there was a quote from Eddie basically saying that yeah, Randy is a great guitarist, but he took everything from me type thing. Oh fuck. Um So so yeah, I don't know if there actually was a ri- rivalry there or not, but um I I mean it's just they are they are two they are two different guitarists, really. I mean, I think yeah. I think Eddie was trained classically from the from early on, whereas Randy, it sounds like picked up classical music kind of later on in his career, his young career, his short career, I guess. Um, So in that way, maybe they are similar, but yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, obviously different bands too. So I I mean, I don't know. It's just, um, you can't really compare the bands either. Um, Yeah. So, but it was a great, great
0: documentary. So I enjoyed it. And uh, it Last year, two years ago, Randy Rhodes was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that's cool. Uh, showing the brilliance of the mighty Randy Rhodes. Yeah. Um, what did I? When you? Got? I watched the uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power sequel or prequel. I watched the first first four episodes this past week with the old man downstairs, and that was uh, that was awesome. Uh, it's it's a kind of a prequel. To I guess the Hobbit, uh, stuff. So set in the world of dragons and elves and dwarves and orcs and shit. Uh, so far, it's been pretty good. Uh, I think the budget per show was like ten million dollars. So the budget, they're they're kicking ass on Massive, that. Like you yeah. can see what happens, and it looks like you're watching one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Like it's it's pretty fantastic, if not better now because technology is advanced from when they shot those. So yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, But I did see the new uh, Hellraiser trailer. Did you take a look at this trailer? Oh, you know what? I saw it at the bottom of your prep and I forgot about that. Yeah. No, check that out. They're kind of reimagining the story and the pinhead character is played by a female now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth watching. It's, uh, coming out on October the 4th. So two weeks, oh, a couple weeks or a yep. week or something. So yeah, yep. definitely, we're definitely gonna have to watch that, but I quite enjoyed the Hellraiser movies. I thought they were actually pretty good.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, what was I going to say? So, so is it kind of a, the next stage in the movie series or is it kind of uh, a redo of the first one then with a, with a female lead?
0: I think it's a kind of, I think it's a reimagining of the story. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a, what you call a soft reboot. Okay, got it. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, it could be cool. It could be shitty. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It looks yeah. cool, yeah, yeah, but you never, uh, you never know. You never know what's happening.
1: Yeah, well, I may have to pick up those um, Hellraiser movies anyways, because you know what? I, I probably saw the first one, and I don't know that I saw any of the sequels. Because there were, there were a f- three or four sequels, I think, to that series, wasn't there? Um, oh, yeah. There were a few of them. So what I was going to say is that um, I have no definite plans yet. I don't know what I'm going to watch, but October is typically uh, Halloween, or what do I yep. call it? I call it, uh, um, I don't know, basically I watch horror movies. I mean, as many horror movies as I can in the month of October. So that's just around the corner, and I have no no specific plans of what I'm going to watch, but I'm going to try and get a list going and throw it on the website here again, as as I've done in the past. So we'll see.
0: Well, well, to keep you going, a quick Google search reveals that there are nine Hellraiser movies. Oh, (laughs) shit. Okay. Well,
1: I don't think I'll watch all nine, but maybe the first two, if
0: I can throw that in there somewhere. I might get to the first two. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be all right. Um but yeah, definitely keep me up to date on that because okay. I haven't watched those in a in a in a hot minute. So yeah. uh fuck, I don't even remember what the first one's about. I just remember Pinhead being super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's all I remember. I remember it has to do with the puzzle or something. I don't I don't even remember. Uh but um yeah, that's, that's that's it, people. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, again, I'm off next week. I've uh, decided to go see Iron Maiden, so I'm ditching you to go see Iron Maiden. No, piss off then. No, piss off then. But uh, we will continue. Um, another big reason why is uh, we had Brent Donnelly scheduled for next weekend, but he actually pushed back a week. So okay. it all just kind of works itself out. I but, see. Um, All right. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of it's just one of those lucky blessings in life. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. All right.
0: But we will touch base. And uh, please head to our website, com. Get in touch with us if you have any comments on today's show. And with that, do you have anything else you want to say? I do. One more thing. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yes. September 30th is typically
1: uh, Orange Shirt Day. Yes. Uh, So if you're not sure, if you don't know what that is, uh, Orange Shirt Shirt Day is the indigenous-led Commemorative day intended to raise awareness of uh, individual family and community intergenerational impacts of the residential schools and to promote the concept of every child matters. So, typically, everybody wears a red shirt. It's, you know, people think pink shirt day. Uh, Well, orange shirt day has been going on for quite some time as well. So, uh, September 30th is orange shirt day, but it is also the national day of truth. Or for truth and reconciliation. So, I think they've kind of combined uh, the two of them now. So, uh, very important that uh, you know people recognize that day in well whatever way they can. Yep. Uh, certainly wear orange if you can. Um, and just yeah, you know, remember the, or if you don't remember, learn the painful history that of the residential schools and, you know, what these people went through and how they are still affected by all of this today. So really important to, to, to learn and take a moment to recognize, uh, recognize indigenous peoples across Canada and what yes. this day means for them.
0: Yeah. That's sad, uh, sad a sad, sad full part of our history, but it's important to, uh, realize that, um, the stuff that happened and to show respect and to try to learn and try to make it better. So nothing else happens like this again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I got, all I got. to say. That's, that's pretty good, pretty good message. Show respect on September 30th. Um, and uh, yeah, move forward. But until then, people, you can find us to wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated. A woman's body is your own fucking business. And please take care of yourself. All right? If you like this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we will try harder and Two weeks. Thank you for (laughs) listening. (laughs) Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. See ya. So you just wasted between 15 minutes and two hours of your time. Was it worth it? Nope. But you have
1: more time to kill, you say? Find out about everything you just listened to and more at
0: oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com.